As promised, today is the day where we will be talking with uh, Dr. Shakti. That's right, Dr. Shakti will be joining us. He has a very, very interesting uh, profile because it have been my entire life interviewing people and so on. I have never come across a profile as such. For example, okay, this, this is what he reads on his uh, Instagram page. He is a musician, of course. He is a doctor, holistic MD, entrepreneur, philosopher, futurist, medical marijuana activist, and, uh, well, the list goes on, man. Is there anything that you don't do? <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty Basically, long list. I'm trying to, you know, instead, I mean, those those things that we have to put on Instagram is just like a basic review of what we are. I yeah. guess as a person, I'm more complex, you know. Okay, so, so if you if you were to describe yourself, how would you describe yourself? What me? are you? Yeah, abstract. who are you? That's the first word that comes out of my head, abstract. It's kind of hard to explain myself to people. Okay. Like, uh, I can't get too technical about it. You know, I have my profession, I have my music, I have this one. As a person, I'm just me, you know, Dr. Sati. Okay, but, but <laughs> I don't remember think there's this. another copy. And, and remember, for those watching, this, when I say the word, I use the name Dr. Shakti, or rather when I call him Dr. Shakti, he is a doctor by profession, a medical doctor. He's not the, one of those glamour names that artists would have, but he literally is a doctor. You have a clinic in Klang, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, no, I'm actually, I'm actually still freelancing. Oh, freelancing. Okay, cool. I, yeah, but uh, at the moment, I am. It's actually a, like it looks like a super great timing because I'm actually starting to provide home consultation services, whereby oh, I visit people at home at a very affordable rate. The whole oh. I actually trialed this like about eight years back. It didn't really work out because people are not really exposed uh, to the whole idea of getting a doctor in your home, and the charges were all. You know, really for the elite, yeah, it was, elite people. Yeah, it, the charges are always like you know, you call a doctor to your house, you want to see a bill of three hundred ringgit and above. So okay. what I have done is, uh, I have uh, my I my my auntie has a clinic. She's been running a clinic for the past twenty years. So mm -hmm. I've kind of like partnered with her. So I don't really like. I've been doing this, but I really didn't have a choice that I had to sit in a clinic for like for long hours. You know, ten hours, twelve hours. You know. Okay. And seeing patients, you know, I feel like if I can go out and see people, I can do more. So, and I have my own space and time moving things. So, I've actually started doing this for the past two months. Okay. And it's going quite well. You know, I mean, in Clang, in a Clang Valley, you can't call a doctor to your house for 80 to 100 ringgit. Yeah, but, but so I think I, it's, it's, it's a brilliant idea because reason being, okay, like, let's put it for a fact. For those, especially those... Yeah. For those especially single or those without transport, imagine you're sick and the last thing on earth you need to do is drag yourself to a clinic, which is a nightmare indeed. Exactly. Imagine if you're exactly. alone, you have to drive to a clinic, which is uh, ridiculous and you have to force yeah. yourself. If you don't see a doctor, you don't get your MC, you're going to get fired. So this yeah. is a good solution anyway. I do provide an MC for people who really need it though. This, this, okay. is, this, is, this is what I can do that most uh, service providers right now, home consultation service providers, Actually, mm -hmm. they are more of like a business based, like doctor call. call doc, they have a lot of apps right now, you know, there's a lot of services. Right yeah, I've, I've what seen they that. What they can do is because they do not have a connection with an established clinic, they cannot issue you an MC. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So okay. I can. I can. Uh, that's, so, you, <laughs> you know, um, we'll get the details on how to get in touch with you once all this is over. But yeah, anyway, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. So, Here, now, to start it off, apart from being a doctor, you're also a musician. 
I don't need really need to tell everybody what exactly who is Dr. Shakti when it comes to music. You've been in the industry for a very long time, I believe, right? Uh, uh, to say that I've been in the industry, actually, I've been around, so I've been learning. Uh, hmm. From the day I decided, you know, let's just do this. Fifteen years back, I've had like some major experiences, major exposure with all the major uh, artists in our country. I've seen the Tamil hip hop uh, start from the very the first yeah. seat. You know, I was I was there witnessing all of this. I was in the underground okay. scene. I was a rapper since nineteen ninety nine two thousand. Okay, yeah. almost the same so time as when I got into yeah, up to 2004, then I kind of like started developing this love for reggae and you know, oh wow, I maybe I can try singing, you know. Okay, so, so reggae, 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 came, reggae came halfway, not from the very start. Uh, about 2004, before that I was a rapper, I was like a serious hardcore rapper, you know. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay, and, okay. And that back then... It just sorry for cutting you off. Back then, when rappers when they ask rappers to sing, it's a sin. You know? Ah, very. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. With I that. think the first rapper who did that was Ti, if mm -hmm. I was not mistaken. You know. So, uh, I mean, now everybody sings. Everybody's on auto tune. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Something I never understood. Like they can't sing, but they still do it. Like, <laughs> that, that, there's yeah. some of some of the rappers out there. So uh, this is what I was a bit puzzled because I was assuming that you were from the very start. Because when it comes to reggae artists. They always have from the roots itself. They started off with reggae and then they diverse. I mean, diversify yeah. to something else. But in your case, from rapper to reggae, and uh, the unique part about your genre when it comes to reggae, it's not just dance hall and reggae. You gave a new term for it, right? Is it a new term? Is it oh, done okay. by you? So is basically, it? what I've done is um, the whole process of learning genres. You know, I've I've dived myself deep into like everything. Everything, not just rap and reggae. I did jazz, drum and bass, electro music, dubstep. I was everything and every. I was in Europe. I was mix mac of Europe. I think dubstep reached Malaysian ears you know, on radios in 2012. I was listening to dubstep in 2004. It's like long way before. So I yeah. had like a a huge influence of different flavors. So um, uh, it, I mean, along the way, I formed my own style and what I want to do and. There was a question whether I was a Tamil artist, English artist, Malay artist. I could do all these languages. So I, I kind was... of like put all of this together on a table yeah. and called it uh, quantum reggae and quantum dance hall, whereby I do multilingual, multilingual uh, reggae. Uh, like my last album, I had seven languages in it. So it's like okay. a fusion of languages. So what are you? I'm a quantum artist. I do, I do multilingual music but my uh, genre preference is reggae and dance all the time concentrate ah okay because when i heard the word quantum quantum reggae you know, i thought it was something scientific going on down there so mm -hmm. you being a doctor and so on so like okay what kind yeah, of I, yeah, I formulated it yeah and i was listening to your album pulse of course it's very hard to actually put your finger on what exactly which is which genre because you had the reggae to a bit of reggae twist in that you had a bit of dance hall feel going on and then mm -hmm. some of it was actual yeah. reggae and then you had one with klg squad i believe balan kashmir and the gang right yeah. so you had different yeah, yeah. different ones you had in malay you yeah. had in english you had in tamil yeah. so it's it's quite satisfying it's to have an album like that yeah it, everything in one album so it was hard for me to decipher what kind of genre would this album be a very interesting yeah. one if you haven't listened to it yet you might want to visit uh, spotify it's on spotify right now it's called pulse 
Dr. Shakti Pulse, right? That's the name of the album? Yeah, Pulse, yeah. Okay, you might want just, to check it just, out. Just a bit about that album. I mean, uh, it was a fast album. Actually, most of the best songs I've written is are unreleased. I, 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 because I had a, like a really, really, really good album in hand. I still have it, mm-hmm. but before releasing it, I mean, like, uh, I didn't want this effort that I've taken for years to go to a waste. So Pulse was done in six months. <laughs> that was fast. Like, yeah, six months. I wrote all the songs and I got it released. Did the launch was on radio, TV. So I just want to say hi to everybody. Hi, Doctor Sakti is here. So that's that's Pulse. Okay, <laughs> so you so not even like of... serious music yet. <laughs> okay, so you're you're not the kind of person who are, I mean, let's put it this way, because based on the people that I know in the music industry, there's some who do it yeah. for, you know, the publicity, the fame and so on, and some solely for the passion of the music. So they, they're not worried about the quantity of people it reaches out, but it's more of the quality of yeah. people who listen to the music. Are you that kind of person? Which yes, category do you I fall in? I think the second category you mentioned. Okay. The because passion of mine who is still who's still waiting for his funds to be re- returned <laughs> but you know it doesn't matter at the moment you know I've, I've, I've like waste, I, I wouldn't say wasted I've, I've spent a lot of money in music you know so, which is uh, not in I'm not like keeping an account and I'm not like really expecting it to return but it will return when it comes so I yeah. guess I have all the passion side you know okay <laughs> so I, well, that's that's pretty much everyone says like because sometimes it's quite hard to actually make money in the Malaysian music scene depends on which uh, category or shows or whatever business side of it is different but as music solely yeah. it is quite a heartbreak to okay I'm just going to ask, ask some questions this is popped by Prakash Daniel Prakash thanks for tuning in man uh, how was the transition from being a rapper to someone who uh, got into reggae? Because the base of both styles are the same, like the rock steady uh, or roots. So you have you have to answer that, man. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, uh, this this is small bit that you have to understand about history of music. Uh, uh, ra- the art of rapping, the art of rapping, and the whole hip hop culture actually did originate uh, from Jamaica, it was brought over by uh, Africa Mambata and DJ Cool Herc. So this art of uh, emceeing on, on music while the vinyl is running, you know, this, this culture was already embraced in Jamaica. So these DJs brought it over to New, you know, to, to, the, to the States and they actually, and that's where the hip hop culture, the rap culture, all, the, all of it took off. So, the transition being understanding being the art is actually the same it's just that the accentuation the flavors differ right okay. so uh, how i saw the transition easy being is reggae lets you be yourself on the on the, on the vocal side of things you know you don't have to start sounding like who you're not you know i think every, okay. most of everyone in reggae who does reggae from bob Marley, they have their own unique tone and they carry the tone. You know, they are not trying okay. to be anybody who are there, who they are not. You know, so yeah. Okay, so but I'm also, just, but I was so curious about this the reggae style of singing, right? Okay, one thing you yeah. just mentioned ago, you have your own tone, your own style. is is more of the music, but in terms of the vocals or the pronunciation of the style, you know, you have the Jamaican accent going on in most of the languages, right? I mean, most of the songs. Does that really play a role? Play a role in your music? Trying to sound Jamaican. It does, you know, to make to make people, 
if to make to click people hears that it's jamaican music you know sometimes sometimes yes we have to throw in some words and patua i okay. think mo- it's more of uh, the melodies and raga you know like in the indian music we have our own set of the carnatic side we have our own set of ragas and all this okay. in jamaic in the jamaican reggae music i guess nobody sat down and wrote like this raga this raga this raga <laughs> but they have their own raga Okay. they have okay. their ragas they have their basic ragas that you follow that it will you will sound like them eventually uh, because i've yeah. always because i've been always puzzled about this this reggae thing especially when you do it in different languages for example like uh, when you you do it in english you also do it in tamil okay tamil and also bahasa malaysia how do you sound jamaican when it comes to a totally different language altogether but you know that's the unique part because there's only a handful of you i'll admit it i'm not going to mention name there's yeah. only a handful of you guys who actually give the jamaican feel but how does that happen yeah. because the words the style you're doing in like for, i'm lousy in impersonating a jamaican like say for for example in english you say yaman yeah, and all this kind of things but when it comes yeah. to tamil yeah. and malay how, how do you do that how do you differentiate or how do you break it down and make it sound that way i guess over the years it's how much you listen to something and mm-hmm. uh, and basically like trying to put out the same uh, accentuation to the language you know like okay. uh, i don't know i just do it okay. <laughs> you know you're just so used to doing it okay and over the years of this listening okay if this is too much to ask i'm just going to try to ask you to just give me one line that you have done in tamil for the benefit of the viewers right now you're done in tamil the reggae sounding yeah, first think- Can you, can you ah, just give okay. us a sample? I'm, I'm sorry, I, put you in the spot right now. <laughs> okay, let's see. Okay, let's see. We can get something out. I'm sorry to put you in the spot right now because this is yeah, something no, that obviously. Okay. Want... I mean, I've got, I've wrote a lot, but uh, um, I, this, this something I just, I just, this was a solicit challenge for Dr. Burn. I kind of just wrote this. So I mean, this. I I I give you like a, I'll give you one in Tamil in a reggae singing type okay. and give okay. you one raga. So raga okay. is more like rapping. Okay. The reggae singing works more more on a it's actually singing songs you know it's actually a vocal singing songs whereby the reggae the reggae feel comes from the music the music you the basics is a skank chank 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 so that signifies the reggae reggae music raga okay. is very easy you can uh, you can easily recognize raga when I mean, raga is like rapping with uh, they make an expectation i'll do some raga here okay so listen to tamil hip hop reggae raga inga manida thanme kiyada mirkada sol solli 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 tamila varalarai aringa vanukamattam vidayunda vidaya kaalayil kollai aruganda so you know that மடியில் மட்டும் நான் கண்ணில் சாய ஆயிரம் கேள்விகள் பிறந்ததே 
கேள்விக்கு பதில் இதயத்தில் பதிந்ததே என்னை கொஞ்சம் பாரடி மட்டும்ாரு <laughs> Every time that I hear an interview of Popeye video, nobody actually gives an example of the yeah. difference in doing in this kind of genre. Thank you very much, man. All right, I got to make some shout-outs down here. Yeah. A big hello to Jordan, David, Barry, uh, Roshan Jamrock. Thanks for tuning in, man. Sugan, thank you so much. It's hey, a long bless, list of them. Roshan. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much. I just had a chat two days ago with him. And uh, here's another one from Prakash before I proceed to my questions. Uh, another question is, how do you come up with themes for your music? everyone is inspired by various things what would be yours oh theme for my mu- uh, theme for my music or my songs oh. the song uh, writing or the see. music for your music themes for your music everyone is inspired by various things what about you man theme for my music i i mean i mean my theme is reggae positive okay. theme i mean okay. i keep my music on a very strictly positive ground so I guess every song I do is meaningful either okay. for me I put some metaphors in it and uh, I guess I am trying to put out a certain message in each of my songs I don't like to waste time on songs okay, okay. <laughs> every song is uh, every song is a serious song you know okay but the thing is the thing is yeah. this because reggae in general in general reggae is always about love life and it's always been yeah. a positive message Yo, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not really so well versed into reggae, but majority of the songs, or at least 99% of the songs that I listen to, has always been about the good things. Even if it's no matter how yeah. bad situation is, they give you the positive yeah. side of to look into the positive side of things. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'm guessing the same thing. It's uh, for you when you write your yeah. songs, right? Yeah. Everything's yeah. about life yeah, and so definitely. on. Yeah, I believe but really, music actually is a very very powerful tool you know it is a very very powerful tool each word that somebody is listening to them I mean, we we as artists musicians we are putting these words into somebody else's mind okay. so i am very mind i am very mindful of what i am putting into somebody else's mind okay <laughs> but you you your songs let's see you had uh, like say for example uh, with the zen uh, with the ones you did said was it uh, reggae mm-hmm. twist reggae twist yeah reggae twist reggae twist that was also about positivity a bit down there you just yes. you had a couple of celebrity a uh, couple of artists in that particular music video another one of my favorite yeah. from your album pulse was uh, together the one you did with maya hanum is a malay uh, reggae track yeah maya has been an excellent singer she's an amazing singer in fact when you she's watch her live you you yeah. work with a lot of guys out there but uh, if you had a chance to pick another another artist that you like to feature in the future music who would it be dude no, i'm already list. talking to i'm already talking about the list is very very long you know like i said i don't like to waste my time in music so i choose my actually i have access to a lot of musicians by like you know i can i can either by paying or either by having a collaboration i mean there are there's a lot of access but right now i'm choosing who i'm collaborating what i'm doing i'm already talking to roshan about doing a song with him it's going to be a bomb <laughs> i know it's going to be a bomb It's going to be a long one. Be a long time long time coming this time. 
Okay, okay. Make it, make it soon. Please don't make us wait too long. Okay, please don't make us wait too long. Especially these days, everybody's online. But I know it's difficult to go out and make music uh, right now. And uh, here's another thing about interesting about this whole reggae thing and so on is it's always associated. Okay, uh, before I proceed further, once again, everybody tuning in right now, please remember this is just a point of view. All right, whatever I'm going to talk about, discuss after this. It's a point of view, personal point of view, nothing research, nothing this, nothing that. I don't get me in trouble for this, all right? It's always associated music, reggae music, and also your part of your portfolio, it's always associated with marijuana, ganja, for example. <laughs> okay? Okay, that's that's yeah. the fact. And uh, yeah, I'm yeah, not going to talk about smoking up, okay? But I'm not talking about smoking up. No, it's okay, please do. We are live on radio. I mean, we uh, are live on Facebook, and a lot of people want to know everything. You know? Let's just talk do, about everything. Do you, you know how many messages I received since the moment I posted that we're going to be talking about medical marijuana? The amount of WhatsApps yeah. I received at Facebook message, the first thing they said was, Nav, you're going to get in trouble. Don't talk, don't talk, don't talk, which I couldn't be bothered because I love to Don't worry, I got an NGO backup. I got an NGO backup. I'm licensed to talk about this, you know? Yeah, okay. At least, at least you have a license. Thank goodness I have somebody to talk about it. You're also the medical marijuana activist, okay? The thing is yeah. this, you see, like, for example, when I said earlier that people, the moment I mentioned the word medical marijuana, everybody's like, don't talk about it, don't talk about it. And, you know, it's going to get you in trouble. It's the perception people have on over that topic. It's something that hardly even spoke about in any environment, whether it was in TV or radio locally or newspaper or articles, you hardly find that, but which is a bit disturbing for me because our neighboring countries, like for example, Thailand and other places, they are already operating or rather start, have started their whole move with this medical marijuana thing. But yes. what I want to know from you is, first things first, we need to have to identify what is medical marijuana. Could you just help us out with that? Okay. It's not about just smoking up, right? It's Basically, more to it. No, no, definitely not. It's not just that. Okay, so what has happened? What what is happening right now? I mean, that has took a long time to happen. Is uh -huh. the image of a plant, which has been, which has become an enemy along the way, right? Okay, it's a very, very uh, beneficial plant for medicine mm. and. Uh, Per se, before we even got the title of a drug, it was already a herbal uh, medicine for, for thousands of thousands of God knows how long. Okay, okay. so uh, uh, all the ancient cultures like in India, the ancient traditional medicine in India, this was the most, one of the most important integral herb in Ayurvedic medicine, in China, ancient tradi traditional medicine. So mm. they were really using it as medicine first okay. before recreation, right? Ah. So the, the recreational part came in much later, but in in connection with like you know, let's just start. Let's just talk a bit about right the recreation also. You know, like okay. how reggae artists are actually uh, very closely tied to this. You know, people like Bob Marley. You know, they they. I mean, he was speaking so much of good things. The only thing that he got was a drug addict. You know, his music was good. He was pre preaching things that are so futuristic, things, things that still make bloody sense today, right? Okay. And things that would make sense another 20 years to come. 
but the mm. only thing they associated him, him is because he was smoking marijuana he became bad person you have to understand that he was not smoking to abuse anything he didn't take any other drugs he doesn't do alcohol he doesn't eat meat he was living a okay. healthy life he was a wholesome person whereby marijuana came in at the expect of a spirituality as a very okay. purely spiritual rastafarians these rastafarians they actually take it as a very spiritual thing like how uh hindus in india do it during shivratri and they take the bang for shivratri okay. for spiritual purpose so okay. they take it as a spiritual purpose to keep their mind body and soul in a certain state right that some of us won't understand okay this mm-hmm. is in the in hindu culture where yogis some people you know don't won't wouldn't understand of yeah. what kind of state of mind that they are trying to get into you know they are not just smoking up to have a party you know they are not it's, doing it's, it's being it, it's being in a meditative it's being in a meditative level meditative so yeah. and when this 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 basically enhances that state to have your concentration yeah. a bit more deeper that i read this somewhere in one of yeah. the articles why do they do that it's nothing about yeah. recreational it is a purpose yeah. why it is medicinal of course yes and the whole point being and even as you come to the whole recreational topic it is one of the safest recreational tool Rec- yeah. recreational herb recreational whatever substance whatever you want to call it, even a drug even if it falls mm-hmm. under a drug paracetamol the common paracetamol the panadol the ppp we take for fever is uh-huh. technically scientifically medically more dangerous than this herb really take 20 yes you take 20 pills and you're out you just get what i mean we have something called the you know we have all these toxic indexes you know all these lethal doses whereby a 20 pill of uh, panadol can put you in icu you know really you can't possibly you can't possibly yes please don't do it people do it that's how they do to uh, you know these kids is college kids you know this is the only thing they can do they go to the pharmacy buy 20 strips i mean i was working in the emergency department before you know i know how they these, these are the pills they they pop we have a lot of uh, over the counter drugs which could get you into trouble okay you know and we are coming over to uh, this this thing that you call uh, dangerous and it's illegal whereby it really doesn't cause you much harm it really okay. doesn't cause you much harm but the medical community is currently stressing at the only space they can stress in which is the mental health whereby okay. uh, whereby there are some certain let's say they say there's a huge percentage of smokers people who recreate have mental issues whereby they diagnose people with bipolar schizophrenia let me just get to this 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 just to clear the air a bit uh i practice modern medicine but i have my i i i i go beyond that and also listen to what everybody has to say i think uh, as much as the modern medical practitioners despise the spiritual gurus and all these all these mambo jumbo yogi okay. as much as they want to despise that i have to say that they have a better understanding of the mind and the human brain more than us who know the anatomy of it but still okay. have no clue of what's happening with our brains when okay. you start consuming marijuana what happens mm-hmm. to a certain person is they will start questioning themselves who am i am i this or that when so when okay. this process starts happening when you start questioning about who you are okay now where you go bro are oh. you bipolar ah okay, <laughs> you get okay, what okay. i mean okay you okay. get what i mean we are guess... in the state of is we are in the state of things that uh, we are we we are we are 
not supposed to question or after 15 years or 20 years after 30 years of life suddenly coming to an understanding oh my god i'm not supposed to be doing this i'm not supposed to be doing that job i'm not supposed to be in this life when you start questioning and you trust me no change happens without pain no change happens without uh conflict it is called self conflict if you do every human being who needs to go progress further i don't know if you guys you can go into any successful person is world right now go back into their psychology and how the people go into how they be, most of the time we go back into how they made the money you go back yeah, into true. the psychology of what they went through before they couldn't become somebody they would have had went through certain some kind of mental conflict or within themselves with the way they need to grow out of who they were before so all of this process mm-hmm. will get you some titles you know uh, sometimes but but you when it comes to this when you were talking about this about individual mind and the the first the reason why they take this uh, so called recreational yeah. i would want to use the word drug but recreational yeah. item okay uh, the thing is it's based on individual lifestyle also right because you have two different categories of people uh, based on my personal mm-hmm. experience really some of them would actually take it for a more relaxed medicinal purpose okay the okay, alternative to other like cigarettes or maybe alcohol and so on so that is something to calm their mind down and then there's another another group of people who do it for the lifestyle because it's cool man i'm hanging out with my bunch of buddies i'm smoking up and all this kind of stuff that does that impact those kind of group of people because that i think that is the reason why those, those group of people are the ones that often being is being highlighted in the media in the movies in the documentaries as a negative entity on why you should not go for marijuana and so on is it true this yeah. is my okay. point let me just yeah it is you are quite right but i have a message for the second second group that you mentioned those mm-hmm. that who are putting a bad name you remove the marijuana out of them they'll be doing the same thing let's okay. not put all the blame on a on something and another another stressed warning that i'm giving to the second group eventually after 15 20 years of doing whatever you are doing you will have a self conflict 100% ah, okay. you will come to a realization then you will suddenly stop alcohol suddenly it will it will eventually happen keep going keep doing all everything what you are doing <laughs> because these people are problematic whatever you do with them okay, okay. i i i wouldn't say let's just not keep pointing fingers i was there before me and i was a very yeah, bad all, alcoholic I- I think we I all was have very, very bad alcohol. I I was I was at a state of mind where I this I I stopped drinking alcohol 8 years back it was because it was really getting to my head and my psychology and I made the decision overnight you see I was a problematic person because I was I was the problem you see before mm-hmm. I start pointing fingers at so many other things I was the problem and some certain things were making me worse okay, okay. so this I have noticed a lot of people don't get it you know a lot of people don't get it at end of the day they like you know what my life fuck because i'm smoking every day what dude i know millionaires in malaysia who smoke every day you know yeah. what is the difference between you and them they make more money and you <laughs> i mean the thing yeah. is which is very true it's actually the individual perspective like you said the lifestyle that many of them uh, I, i would like to use the word some of people that i know in my field for example entertainment line people who are dj's and uh, we all had that one point in time that we party to the maximum till the break of dawn like there's no tomorrow but all of a sudden we just put the brakes in and said no we're no longer going to do that you know we just I know a lot, lot of people day. yeah i know a lot of people who stop everything you know yeah. i i guess our numbers 
you know i am talking from uh, from the ngo point of view with the numbers and the possible numbers we have i think the possible numbers of uh, recreational users in malaysia is exceeding 2 million 3 million god knows and really? if per se all these 3 million people were problematic people we would know these oh. people that they which are in the numbers are in or in every hierarchy of the society from doctors mm. lawyers engineers judges I, you can keep going on they are functioning people right okay so so per se that uh, if you say it is a definite problem we would know by now 2 million 3 million is a huge number of society man yeah, is, i know i know people who consume this so called uh, mariana and so on but i find no problem with that they just functioning like normal people and so on is this that the perception that we've been having that like the taboo like i said earlier the moment i mentioned the word medical marijuana like it caught tons and calls of messages don't talk about it don't talk about it it's like the word you're not supposed to mention you know that kind of perception yeah. is going on for a very long time and and just before chatting with you in fact i have read this earlier in previous articles and so on they it's it's the the medica- medicinal part of this whole marijuana thing is amazing compared to your conventional drugs that you get out of the pharmacy for example like uh, uh, i don't know you got to correct me in this part because i don't know all these medical terms one of the yeah, abstracts okay one of the abstracts they use from uh, marijuana is they focus on thc okay um so we are kind of i think we are kind of done with the recreational part we gave an overview okay. the medical okay. part is very it's very interesting okay so basically uh, you can medicate yourself from, uh, in a lot of ways okay okay, uh, okay let's just uh, not say a lot of people, you know, this is still an arguable thing that uh, smoking is medicine okay let's just forget about that but okay. uh, from the smoking is uh, Uh, smoking is a delivery method that means the one of the best delivery methods when you are in pain when mm-hmm. you are having anxiety because okay. when you are in pain when you are in pain you need something to react very fast and work very fast because uh, okay. the other methods in, in, involve eating and all this so basically it will take a longer amount of time for it to start kicking in so mm-hmm. per se when somebody is in severe pain or some certain conditions that we can say that the fastest me delivery method is vaping or having a joint okay. so i'm not saying this is medicine i'm saying this is a way of delivery method of delivery one of the best okay. methods of delivery next okay. we go to the oil what we do is there is an extract uh, we take an extract from the plant and mm-hmm. uh, uh, so from the extract we take the, the oil the active ingredients are taken okay. so basically the extract contains a lot of different uh, components the main components being the most famous okay these are the superstars of the plant so the thc okay. and the cbd the okay. main two components there is a lot of other components you know uh, uh, cbg and that's a lot and we are continuously discovering more components but these are the main two components with the cbd and the thc so how what what's the major difference between thc and cbd is cbd doesn't give you the high thc gives you the high cbd cuts the high the both of them are like uh, brother and sister they need to work together you know okay. uh, they are, they have to work you know just they have to work together to give the body a certain because thc alone 
Okay, hmm. we now we I think we have uh, the highest concentration THC. I think it comes in crystal free, really purify. We have ninety nine percent crystal. So, wow. uh, you see, nature didn't provide us this. We did this. Okay, okay, nature in nature, the plants in the most natural setting where it was growing freely. The thing the most maximum we had was fifteen percent THC, ten to fifteen. Okay, okay, it doesn't exceed. It doesn't go beyond that. Nature was smart enough. Say, do you humans do not go beyond this, and it created a certain set of nature. But okay. what we have done is through selective breeding and all this. You know, now the, there's a lot of new strains. You know, they mix this and that. Usually, this doesn't happen in nature. But what we have done is we stressed out the plant to produce okay. more THC. Now, oh. a lot of this THC, especially the recreational breeds. Are mm. mostly concentrated on THC alone. They have like they are charting now. I think Mike Tyson's uh, Mike Tyson's <laughs> screen is the one punch knockout. Forty percent THC, thirty nine percent THC. Wow. Yeah, he's yeah. So this this is, this is like beers or liquor. You have the twenty five percent. You have forty five percent, and then you have the seventy five percent alcohol thing, lah. Yeah. Oh, so we are okay. racing. We are racing towards the forty right now. So because okay. we have not gone above that. But, but what is it, can be is it, what can be said that this can't be a problem? Put okay, so yeah. yeah, because the thing is, I'm I'm questioning that the people who's creating all this, okay, the dosage, the higher dosage or the high percentage, okay, what mm-hmm. are they looking at? I mean, why why go higher and higher by the day? If you if, if, high, <laughs> okay, it's okay. A high. You it's, know, most of these recreational users they want to push, but that's the thing. We do not know when you start pushing this THC above the level what it's going to cause to the mind. See, now okay. this comes to an important. Too much of THC, what can it actually cause to the mind? Can can it cause psychosis? What's the long, prolonged, long, long-term effect on the body? What is it actually going to cause? You know, like for example, uh, let me just say, uh, bodybuilders, you know, right? They like to take steroid injections, right? Okay. So when they continuously take steroid injection, your body stops producing all the normal steroids which are produced. One of the main being the testosterone, mm-hmm. right? So this this is what happens to you know people. I mean. Usually, people know these jokes. You know, bodybuilders who inject, they have small nuts. <laughs> so this eventually, 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 your nuts, eventually your testicles will start getting atrophied. You know, eventually, okay. if there's prolonged chronic use, because there is no use for it. Okay. So the okay, same okay. thing can happen. Our body, our own body, has this endocannabinoid system. We have this endocannabinoid, and we okay. do have. Um, The same same clone, but which is produced in our body. You know, this is a very interesting thing whereby our body has its own THC. Okay. Uh, we call it uh, we call it anandamides. We have a lot, we have a few things, but they go and specifically uh, bind to these endocannabinoid receptors in our body. They have some certain functions, and we okay. have our own CBD and our own endocannabinoids whereby uh, our body functions are maintained in such a way. We have a huge problem whereby our current modern diet, lifestyle, environment, and all this has caused our current humans, our modern day humans, to be like I don't know. We are CBD deficient. Okay. You know, in some way, our body's own endocannabinoid system is not working. This is whereby the supplementation comes into play. Where you put the CBD in your body to keep your body regulated in a certain way. But when you put too much. You see, again, we do not know what actually starts happening in your body. Your body will stop producing these CBDs, you know, and okay. you know, on all the endocannabinoids. This, this is one problem that we can be looking at on chronic usage. Ah, know? so too much of anything is bad, mm-hmm. just like anything, lah. 
yeah, yeah. But, but, but the thing is like okay like say for example let's uh okay from recreational now i don't know where we, where we are medicinal or recreational right now but either way okay going back going back to the medicinal point of view i because i've been wanting to know about this thc and cd cbd right yeah cbd okay you said you said they were the consumption of it the oil itself the oil itself does not get you high right cbd alone doesn't get you high okay cbd, CBD alone doesn't get you high so if but I if th- you take it with the thc uh, thc alone gives you high but if you take it together you have a more balanced diet get me it's the ah. thc is trying to go up the cbd is pulling you a bit you know you keep you have a certain balance going on so usually this, what we this, try to do this this is, usually sorry. what we try to do is sorry the, what we try to do is we try to uh, we pull, call it the full extract that means however the plant is grown and whatever mm. content the plant has, the amount of CBD, and we don't play with the nature of it. We extract it. That means okay. the content of it depends on what is taken from the plant content. Okay. You know? Yeah. And okay, for for example, uh, you you've been an activist for this Mariana Medical Mariana, and I'm pretty sure you have visited some of the clinics uh, outside of Malaysia, right? Have you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What, I, what, go ahead. Go ahead. What kind of treatments are provided at those kind of clinics and how what, just give, give us an example what kind of patients actually walk into the clinic and what what kind of treatments were given or rather prescribed to the patients itself okay everything from a to z <laughs> it's so hard to explain but this is really i mean it's too good to believe that this plant actually benefits a lot of people and everyone whether you're sick or not people in the europe and these countries where this medicine is already legal and uh, CBD doesn't even fall under medicine. It's a supplementation and uh, you can use it for bodybuilding, keeping fit, people who have any other issues from headaches to lethargy to all these mild, 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 mild issues that you are taking so many other supplements. This is a, like, I'm thinking like king of supplements. You don't need any other supplements if you're eating healthy and taking CBD. Okay. And uh, apart from that, now we go to real life medical problems. I mean, there are clinics already functioning in Thailand. There are clinics already functioning all around Europe, Canada, US, blah, 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 everywhere, you know. And uh, India right now has just joined the bandwagon. Last okay. year, I visited the cannabis conference there in New Delhi. And this year, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Hyderabad, I think one of the north, one of the, one of the, one of the states in the north. They have already opened, they officially opened their medical marijuana clinic. So okay. what kind of cases do they actually see and treat? Okay. At the moment, legally, uh, like what I said, all the minor, minor ailments from headaches, uh, stomach discomfort, appetite problem, insomnia, uh, anxiety, and the list goes on. And it comes to issues like uh, diabetes, hypertension, gout, asthma. We have it. We have cannabis inhalers, you know. Uh, what really? is that? Uh, yeah. So what this in what actually naturally cannabis does is actually it does the same effect as the ventolin inhalers. What they do, they actually uh, open up your airways, you know. So they have the same properties. Some asthma cases it, it, they are using all the way up to cancer, you know. We have all the way benefits being one of the most benefits you can go to is to children who are okay. suffering out of. Uh, uh, epilepsy and seizure mostly okay. those who have uh, at the deadline where we have something called a drug resistant 
whereby drugs are no more working for these children and they are fitting 100 to 200 to 300 times a day and the only probable treatment they can be offered is brain surgery you know children we are talking about on the other brain. hand yeah it's pretty said that the the only other options that go is brain surgery and most children in malaysia i'm sorry to say they are being pushed to that you know okay. when 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 you can try the uh, cannabis extract first because most of the cases even cbd we are even not even talking about thc if it's a very problematic case you need to add the thc the cbd okay. alone stops epilepsy in most children or cuts down their daily seizures by half just in the first day of trying from the first day of trying i know a very very famous activist i've been following her since 9 years old she is like a very vocal 9 year old girl when i was following her i think now she's 13 14 maybe this girl okay. called alexis bottel alexis bottel uh-huh. you can look her on facebook she's very famous in the us i've emailed okay. her i told her i need want to do a documentary with her uh, she is so inspiring because she's going all around us giving talks and fighting for the rights of all the children in the us to medicate like her you know she used to have hundreds of seizures per day and she was okay. almost at the point where she had to had a brain surgery and since the first day she started taking till now she hasn't any, uh, she doesn't have any mm-hmm. she 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 fit free okay right now she's has she has her own farm she's growing okay, okay, okay. <laughs> she's making her own she's making her own concept she's, she's a walking talking she's a walking talking living proof la yes she is she is so a lot of people can benefit it's so 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 sad i can cry you know i'm just saying sad because it's really sad that you know i am i'm a medical doctor by profession out of passion as well like medicine like music you know okay. there are a lot of pathways which i could have taken if i wanted to make a lot of money if i wanted to make a lot of money there could have been a lot of pathways because my consciousness started kicking in and like you know you know this is not it i didn't get into this profession to start making money there's a lot of things not right here which mm-hmm. our i would say before we could blame the other doctors to doctors who don't believe for the medical system i would say that there is a lot of ego involved here first of all because okay. when new kind of information comes by i got this information that this is medicine while i was studying medicine okay while i was studying medicine this was in 2002 i went for medicine 2009 i graduated and came back around 2003 2004 i'm hearing it already my psychiatric professor is talking about it i'm doing my own research all these documentaries all this conspiracy theory we are trying learning about it then we go to amsterdam we have a totally different experience where we were smoking in front of policemen how come okay. they are this how come that country is functioning and along the way of knowing this i knew this while i was a houseman i could have not, i could have not said a word to anybody because they would have frightened me right there and then i would have right. met me a doctor right now exactly that's <laughs> that's that's what we're going out a lot of the medical field uh, based on whatever i read or studied basically online it's like yeah. things as such is considered like a taboo you're not allowed to discuss about it you're not allowed to talk about it yeah. there's a lot of media cover ups like uh, for example uh, this is one of the questions yeah it's been for too long it's like the question is nobody's asking the right questions it's like what yeah. is it for okay what are the benefits and why do you need to have this all those questions and of course all those explanations were given like for example now the latest one that we have down here good news okay at least good news we are considering we are doing conducting the studies for having those yeah, yeah. Uh, treatments in malaysia but my question is my question is how long would those studies take and how long would the implementation uh, take place then okay 
so basically what we are what we don't have to do in malaysia number one is which a lot of people want to is recreate the wheel the wheel mm-hmm. has been created the wheel has okay. been created let's take the wheel to our country and spin it and see that's all let's not try to recreate the wheel let's not start everything from the beginning but there are a few things that we can proceed like for example studies on depression and anxiety Okay. some very poor studies which is funded by the big pharma group came out saying that it has no benefit which is pretty much sorry to say bullshit okay okay because there are a lot of people a lot of people who are giving anecdotal evidences to me personally anecdotal evidences being something you can't document because it's very illegal so they yes. come and tell me personally you know this is this is this is really helping me you know i'm i'm back with my wife i stopped drinking i'm back on my life i don't have depression i don't feel like so killing myself no all this should be taken in account when it comes to this medicine and per se uh how far are we on all these questions actually before the last cabinet got turned over we were actually having a very positive chance of like within a year i think the they were all be talking about it now the okay. cabinet romba and then we have to start back again with the current new health minister we are on it and then they put the lockdown in between i so, don't know that so it's going to drag another one let's say add on another one or two years for that lah you know what this really should happen immediately is as much as possible there are a lot of people dying out of coronavirus currently there are a lot of few studies from uh, universities in israel this israeli bagus i'm sorry to say lah i have nothing against the country or the people but they are, but their government have been smartly you know while it was illegal here they have been experimenting and researching and doing everything they can for the past 20 to 30 years since the time it was made illegal you see okay. they have a lot of information that's why we we you see this was a very asian plant by okay. right the research should have been done here by us and right now we are here asking permission to start researching when they have been researching our plant for 20 years that's the sad thing but but i always believe in this okay I, uh, forgive me okay once again this is just a point of view for the benefit of viewers it's just a point of view nothing research or whatever it's just that whenever this kind of uh, let's say concept or introduction is taking place like for example uh, medical marijuana you want to go on a bigger scale and so on there's always a fight between these pharma companies coming on board big corporate corporations are trying to get on board like if i am not mistaken correct me if i'm wrong i think coca cola was trying to buy over this whole idea or into this research some of the big pharmaceutical companies are trying to get into it which i'm afraid if that happens because if that happens okay. you know what's going to happen right price tag is going to go up there's going to be a whole lot of control over it. yeah there, yeah there, there you go let so me, that, that okay let me tell you how this goes on the pharmaceutical side of things okay currently okay. even the doctors so see first there are doctors who don't agree and agree the okay. doctors who agree in our country is so little and then we, within the community of doctors who agree then we have doctors who believe in the pharmaceutical industry whereby okay. they want to take out components let's take out the cbg let's take out one tc let's take out this cbg let's take out that let's take out this make them into pills and market them for different diseases you see uh, then we have the other side who say no bro let's not meddle let's not mess with what god has created let's just extract it as a whole give it as a whole and let's see it work you see now we have two different points but the pharmaceutical industry cannot make money if all the cure and not say all the 90% of all the problems is going to be solved by one bottle of oil you know it's a big problem <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, how much yeah yeah sure sure because it is it is quite funny is like we were just you know since it's all about uh, 
what I can say is all about lockdown right now. Everybody's so free to go online and check up a couple of things. And looks like Dr. Shakti is just, uh, well, he's back again. I'm back on this. Okay, you're back. So you see a lot of things that you, you have time to read and check out and so on. And uh, pharmaceutical companies and they, how what kind of role they play also messes things up, you know, because that's what I was worried about. Everybody's talking about having, starting getting into the medical marijuana. Pharmaceutical companies said, I want to come on board right now. So now I'm worried about the price tag and the control or rather the domination of that substance itself or that, that yeah. so-called cure. So, but alternatively, yeah. your personal point of view, what would be the solution yeah. to that? See, if you were given a chance to give an answer. Apart from the problems that I've already painted to you, all the uh -huh. segregations of people that we are trying to legalize, then we have this uh, small issue whereby, uh, sorry, what was the what was the last question again? Uh, uh, the involvement of the being dom uh, dominating the uh, pharmaceutical, sorry, the medication, pharmaceutical dominating, and also you are talking about the two different groups, which is one of the doctors who say yeah. let's extract everything out. So correct. Yeah. yeah. So basically, the pharmaceutical companies are already looking at a huge issue on at our hand that where whereby if this this goes on board you see eventually what can be what what is the oh kind of lost it well uh, i guess wrong button pressed okay well i'll uh, just take it a minute now if you're wondering what's going on right now we'll try to get uh, dr shakti back online in a bit from now uh what we're talking about we're talking about medical marijuana it's something the topic that's not really been discussed much overall but uh, Today, I'm trying to get in touch with uh, Dr. Shakti. Please, doctor, are you around? Are you still around? Okay, I can't get it. I think I got disconnected for a while. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Am I getting him on board? Okay, hang in there. Let me see whether I can get him. Let me try to message him. Ah, too hot. I hope I hope it wasn't the pharmaceutical company who actually uh, disconnected him. Okay, here he comes. Here he comes. Here he comes. Okay, there you go. Sorry. You know, you know what I was worried? You know what? You know what I was worried? I was worried that there was yeah, some sort of conspiracy going behind the scenes. Someone disconnected <laughs> you. <laughs> I yeah, I think I conspired myself. Yeah. Oh, so basically, yeah. back to the topic of um, okay, this whole you see, what we cannot do is fight with the big pharma at the moment. There will be further problems. You see, when people even up to the point where the group that Okay, let's just legalize it for use. You know, there's going to be more problems like what you said, uh, the price. You, it's not going to be, you see, first step is to make it decriminalized so that people don't go to jail for medicating themselves. You see, at this moment, people want to research. We can't do research because of the law. Second, okay. people are being put in jail for, for using it even as medicine. There are more than 50,000 users in Malaysia using it as medicine. They are using okay. it illegally. Okay. So, you see, now the problem is, First, you need to decriminalize. Okay, what happens after decriminalization? The monopoly and everything starts happening. People start big pharma. There will be a price control. The first batch of medicine which is going to be available, even they open a medical dispensary, it's going to be bloody expensive. And people are already complaining about it. We have to understand that each of these steps has to go on, has to take part. So because that is not the end goal. The end goal, the people are complaining now. Do, do you know what is going to happen if things if you actually legalize in your country, oh, you know all our all our smoking, our our recreational stock basically is going to hike up the price. See, at this moment, I don't care. 
if it's going to if it's going to happen that way so for me the most important thing is the patients currently the children who are dying these people who can be treated you see i lost my parents while in the fight of trying to give them something they lo- i lost my dad to alzheimer's you know these are things that can be treated you know so i couldn't treat even my own family i had opposition i mean i my own family members i don't want to mention anything but they didn't allow me to do that thing because it was still illegal a lot of people call me last year or the year before call me and say doc is this available i say i give them a picture of what's going on they say do you want to take the risk and i say up to you because i'm not selling anything i'm not doing anything my way is to educate what's actually going on yeah, so the they take the decision not to medicate so what actually happens is i call them back and the family member picks up uh, doctor my dad passed away doctor my father passed away uncle passed they all done you know even my own parents you know we are while we are waiting a lot of people are dying first medicine should reach people to people right okay now all the recreational people are worried about their price everything hike up medicine hike up okay or, i mean their herbs going very expensive see that is the next thing by right we should be allowed to plant at home okay okay that makes it easy four to six months so this is the next step the next step because they are not going to allow us to do this i am telling you they are not going to allow us to do this until the monopoly has been done until the people who need to make money have made this money this is how economics work you want to trust me on you don't believe this you yeah. can put this under a conspiracy theory even but it will happen <laughs> people who need to invest will invest people who need to have these plantations or whatever the first row of acres of marijuana plantation or whatever that will be done first before the people will be allowed to have these plants at home so once you have these plants at home these recreation users can chill okay <laughs> okay <laughs> so next you go to next you go to people who need to medicate cheaply if you can have up to six plants you can you can start handling a lot of small minor, minor issues yourself right okay okay but it is still not enough to cure cancer okay when you coming to the term of curing cancer is a very very tricky thing because currently the only recommended treatment is for the symptoms of cancer that means uh, people who are in cancer are in a very bad state it improves their appetite da, 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 da. this is the approved but what the anecdotal evidences that you are getting people are illegally still doing because mm. it is still allowed is using high concentrated THC which is called RSO Rick Simpson's oil and we have not one not two but a lot of reports whereby they people with different types of cancer breast cancer colon cancer lung cancer you know on in their fourth stage you know they are already the the mats are already everywhere in the body and then after a few months they go back to the hospital and the doctors are doing an mri and said what happened to the what happened to the mats true true the patients can't tell the doctors you know the patients I, can't tell the doctors they say no no we are not taking anything I came across a couple of studies on that also. It it pretty much works like, uh, for example, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a medical person. It it works something close to a stem cell treatment. Like uh, one of the uh, articles I read recently was uh, uh, infusing your so-called I think CDP or THC into the body via IVF. Mm-hmm. IVF yeah. and how it goes because it goes to your heart first, and from the heart it pumps into your lungs. And what happens is once it gets stuck stuck to the lungs or liver, it tends to heal whatever's damaged over there. these are types of yeah. treatment and of course it's not being practiced yeah. on a mass scale but the question is how did that work doctors are still puzzled and for doctors mm-hmm. who are not practicing medical marijuana so 
hopefully this thing works man i hope man. we really really hope the the it does work, you know it. It's, it's i mean the whole idea of getting it out yeah. because we need is, to get it out yeah that's the problem and you said monopoly that is the scariest part because if you're going to have save lives right now first things first it should be easy accessible okay very easy accessible it should be affordable that is the biggest problem that we are facing in the medical field right now which is having yeah. affordable medication but yes you yeah. have government hospitals which uh, gives excellent treatment but when it comes to the private yeah. sectors you know the price tag of each and everything right yeah. so that is the yeah. question the only worry is if this thing is being monopolized so much what is the price tag going to be for such treatments i can't i can't predict the price tag because in the us uh, like in countries like in us the price tag of all the medicine is ridiculous and then when they come to this they just make it ridiculous anyway malaysia oh. has a different, different story where by most of uh, most people right 90% of us i don't know maybe lesser uh, are getting treatment from the government centers where the medication is free by right the government clinic should will should and will have a uh, certain way of dispatching uh, dispensing this medicine to people who can't afford it okay. on the private side i'm not sure i'm not sure if uh, the private side we will be allowed to i mean even if they if they continue practicing in the private side i can't it's very hard to predict <laughs> predict yeah. what no, uh, I, 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 what they were planning to do even when they're talking about the study of uh, having medical marijuana down here was it has to be regulated right it has to be regulated yeah it has to be regulated so that's the only so then i guess the private sector might have a little bit of a problem in uh, giving this sort of treatment which is uh, hopefully soon uh, hopefully soon you know what's surprising uh, doctor said this topic has been so interesting i didn't realize that we actually went live for 1 hour and 10 minutes <laughs> i know man it's how long so... were you supposed to be on live again uh 30 minutes but who cares man if it's good then why not <laughs> it's good the topic is <laughs> yeah, just yeah. it is it is such an interesting topic because like i said earlier i'm the kind of guy who believes that if it's the truth is out there you speak about it don't hide about it don't mask the yeah. whole thing like for example wh- why i say that is because in many cases like for example uh, some of the yes, fake reports that's been going on for years like uh, uh correct me if i'm wrong was the uh, the battle between fat and sugar everybody said fat was bad for you but in actuality the real culprit was sugar right same and thing and we are still trying to change that fact a lot of doctors still don't get it yeah this thing is you know fat is They bad for you sugar. yeah sugar yeah. sugar is still the main culprit same thing goes for uh, same thing goes for this particular uh, problem which is the medical marijuana that the perception people have over it uh, medias medias uh, movies or whatever you can think of this all they have always been portraying the wrong side of the benefits it's always been all about yeah. leisure 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 getting high i'm stoned i'm sleeping but no one has actually highlighted or rather promoted the benefits out of it in terms of in a, in a layman's point of view do you agree with me on that part yeah i do i do i mean but uh, since the last one or two years i think the malaysian media i would say i uh, let's just forget about what happened before but the last two years i think they've been supportive okay. like uh, most of our events got our 420 event last year got covered and then we had a proper medical cannabis conference this year in hotel istana in kl with the police being informed and 170 doctors ending up there and it was grand yeah we had royalties visiting want they want to know what was happening i think this, these are the things that should be highlighted more it should be made as a norm 
should be shared much, much more to let the people uh, remove that so-called negative perception they have over this particular subject or this particular, um, how, how do you put it in a nice, subtle way, medicine? Okay, they, this mm -hmm. particular herb. Because every time, like I said earlier, you have, you just mentioned to me, and I only now I know that you had these conventions and the coverage was such, but it should be shared even more. Get rid of the so-called stigma. I have family members, the moment you talk about ganja, the word ganja comes out, finish. That's it. Lockdown. Yeah. The whole house. Nobody is supposed to we talk. We have the same problem everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you've got to get rid of the perception. Because sometimes you have discussions like, oh, I'd rather smoke I'd rather smoke up weed than going for cigarettes. People say, no, weed is bad for you. How can you do that? Is this and that. But they don't realize the Thousands yeah, the thousands of chemicals we have in a cigarette, which is far more dangerous than this, man. All right, I'm just there's, there's a small info on the. Do you know tobacco? Back in the days, people when naturally they used to consume tobacco, as in tobacco, it wasn't really a big problem until the tobacco industry came in and they actually uh -huh. took tobacco, added 599 ingredients into it, called it a cigarette. You see, this is a, this is not a cigarette. It's not actually a fresh tobacco, you know. You know, uh, I guess our our main issue is happened when they started meddling with what is already available in nature. Okay. I guess the amount of cancer which tobacco alone was causing wouldn't be as much as what the cigarette damage cigarette is doing. Cigarette is a is a is a killer. It's a design killer. It's basically <laughs> poison in smoke, lah. Okay, I, yeah, I'm gonna I mean, bad. Look, I'm a smoker. Is. I feel really bad about that part. Now, guilt conscious is going to kill me. <laughs> You know, if you really have to continue smoking, they go out on tobacco, go out on tobacco, which is which they actually put there hundred percent natural tobacco, nothing added. They sometimes they do that in you know, uh, certain tobacco. Maybe yeah. we smoke pipe in for example. Okay, this is read out of, I gotta read out a couple of questions and a couple of messages that's going on. Uh sorry, uh okay, we Prakash, I think that question was answered by about decriminalizing marijuana and also the uh, growers create let's see, there's one question which is an amazing one. I just missed it out. I hope it's still here. Uh, side effects. Any side effects in marijuana? I like what I said. I mean, the current uh, medical fraternity, they're actually saying that there are some problems in the mind, uh, mm -hmm. prolonged usage. And like I said, if you start pushing your PHC over, you might get into the whole psychotic issue, okay. uh, which is most unlikely. I think people are handling their alcohol psychosis every weekend. <laughs> Pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I think I think it's handleable. So apart from that, unless you get a bad product, people, a lot of people are doing things at home. Sometimes okay. it, it's contaminated. There is a shelf life for each of these oil. Sometimes six months. After that, it doesn't work. So the side effects are more. First, you need to get a proper medicine, which is extracted from something from a proper tree, which is grown on a proper soil. Okay. Right, everything from the seed to the ground it is, where it goes, how it's extracted, how it's bottled and how it's sent out until it reaches the person, all of this counts. Everything is done correctly yeah. and people are not poisoning themselves with poison, of some all low-grade poison. And uh, I guess the only side effect we can actually look at in long term is Currently, the mental issues that I've actually stated, I don't think there is any other severe side effects hereby. Okay, uh, for people who are already on diabetic medication, if they go on CBD, they have a problem where their blood sugar will start normalizing and they have to cut down their medicine. 
the side effect oh. is you cut down the medicine you cut down the medicine because this medicine is regulating your <laughs> which is good which is good i mean seriously there's yeah. a lot of things i mean uh, i have to admit it uh, doctor this among my entire career for the past 20 years so on this has been the best one of the best chats i've ever had in my life in my career man i've been looking forward for this as a matter of fact if it wasn't for time i think i'll go on talking for another one more one or two hours because the most exciting you can do another 15 minutes if you want to no problem yes, man trust me this is just an intro of the outro it's going to go on again because there's a lot of yeah, things i don't mind that- I I am actually stuck in a room I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to take your time. I can't believe I actually spoke for 1 hour and 15 minutes but the thing is it's it's an amazing topic that I wish more and more people would discuss about it because for the benefit of viewers if you have not uh, visited Dr Shakti's page his Facebook page I suggest you do because you're the guy who talks about everything. I, I suggest that that should come with a caution you know unless you're ready to take some hardcore information because sometimes okay, uh sorry you what is- i share on my page what i share on my page is sometimes very controversial i know what i'm exactly doing i've been getting a lot of calls from everyone including my wife sometimes come to me sakti do you really have to talk this thing you know what i don't think anybody else is talking what i'm talking what i'm doing here is actually observing how people are reacting to one info yeah, we have we have two groups of people sometimes some of the information which i share in does fall under the conspiracy theory i have been i have been putting my attention to this whole thing called conspiracy theory for about 10 years now i've gone through layers and layers and layers and layers of a lot of different stories and the same way why medical marijuana is not available so many other things that we we live in a certain set of reality so when i propose an idea that your reality might not be the correct one people get angry we have that, two reactions that's the problem you, know? you see that's the thing you see i like for that's me i was fascinated of the stuff that you propose i mean you post on your facebook page same goes to the stuff that i post on my page a lot of people are asking me the same question you gila gare you want to put like this people might see what would they think and so on but the thing is this we we have been groomed so much we've been programmed all our lives to start accepting everything as it is you know it's like an operating system no dude this is how you're supposed to think you don't question whatever is said you just go on with your life so like when i read your post for example whatever is going on some i might agree some i might not, uh, might disagree but the thing is how it should be how it should be yeah. Yeah, is this is up to me to decide yes or no. I do not want to criticize what's going on over there, but at least I have a different perspective, a different perspective or I have a different point of view from another person about a particular subject. Okay, do I agree or disagree there's a different story, but at least you need to hear both sides of the story before yeah. deciding. Right? Am I that's right? That's what people fail to that's what exactly people fail to do, you know, in search of truth nobody is right. I'm not yeah. right. You are not right. Nobody said we don't know what is right. So the whole thing is the dissecting the truth. But nobody wants to dissect anything. You know, they just want a cooked food ready on their plate, ready in front of their TV consume. Exactly. I exactly. stopped watching TV. I stopped watching TV for ten years. Uh, I very periodically listen to radio. I am very very careful of what I expose myself to on YouTube, and I only am constantly. question and question and question this process has taken me 10 years and what i'm doing right now is called the art of sharing truth because uh, the art of sharing truth is when i get a new set of information 
the only way i can be sure if this information is real or not is other article and associated google researchers and then you come to a point where okay i've got okay i've formed a certain set of truth in my head now how do i know this is real or not you need to talk to somebody before you go crazy so yeah. you put it out there so how it should be is not just here i mean the only way we as humans are going to ever make it out without getting into another you know we are blaming governments for getting into wars and at the end of the day coming back to us individuals everybody should be able to listen analyze everybody's thought you know see sometimes okay see sometimes i get tagged as a conspiracy conspiracy theory some people uh, come to me and say dude stop shoving shoving me your idea into my head okay this is how it goes <laughs> most of them who say this most of them sorry uh hear me okay most of them who say this uh usually they look at the title of the article or they, they'll just reject it even before they even no, no you know let do don't see this is the problem i understand your reality i understand your reality 100% i know what you know now you should know what i know and you should tell me okay i've gone through what you know i don't like it and i will be like okay cool this is how yeah. it should be this is how we go by life you know every single aspect of our life we can't expect everybody to think like us you know yeah. everybody has their own opinion you know you don't have to like dude you don't believe in this you don't believe you did like if i say i don't believe the apple is going to rot you know don't get angry you know exactly no because i get i get a lot of that people get offended with whatever some some of the stuff that I, even i post i do it for humor okay but at the same time mm-hmm. it's all about you want to think start thinking for a second yes or no or maybe is right to a certain point of it okay how you yeah. digest how do you accept it is totally up to you but take a second to think about it question yourself question the whole article or whatever first before deciding it you don't have to accept it So that's what happens and uh, here's one uh, question that just popped in Yuvanesh Chandian there are too many conspiracy theory but how to dis- distinguish right and wrong because what we research right had been finally been called wrong that's a bit of a pretty tricky, tricky question well it's hard to say i know i look at it as you can't exactly rely 100% on every single research uh, that came out because what might be right today in another couple of years will be proved wrong so you just kind of bank on it 100% right am i right wrong yeah i mean uh, yeah you are right actually basically this is called the art of uh, weighing truth you get a truth you share it with people who you think and right now i don't basically what i share online is just like a tip of the iceberg i have a i have a group of people who i have uh, i have selected over the years which i can share a certain amount of heavy truth and we discuss things over and at the end of the day they are still be there's something that they believe that i don't believe i believe that we don't fight with each other so how you do is come to the art of having a collective consciousness that means what i feel as right and you are feeling as right and a group of people are feeling as right uh, that could be right that okay. could be right it's not the ultimate truth that could be right so go and the reason the main reason i have been continuously posting i've been getting threats <laughs> and I, a lot of things you know a lot of things a lot of things along the way a lot of funny things and i have i have personally changed how i myself react towards that so what i have uh, learned is uh, along the way we have to let things be and 
you see what i believe five years ago and right now is not very different you know you, you need to know that you have to keep you know i think we should come to the whole covid 19 <laughs> conferences <laughs> are going on i will okay. tell you how to how to weigh all of this I okay really, go ahead because Just, okay like i said uh, you know i think it's so interesting this is always ever man but i'm enjoying it so let's shoot shoot go ahead man yeah yeah okay i'm putting a big disclaimer on this because when we are saying covid 19 this would end up in the government official stable as we are saying yeah. we are starting a conspiracy theory online yeah. this is just personal point yeah this not just personal point of view this is a set of theories set okay. of conspiracy theories by different different people and not everybody is right there are some corrects and wrongs and things which are around there somewhere but uh what we have to understand is i am still searching everybody is still searching what we share out there i share these things to locate more people who are having the same thought as me okay. because i have lived with thinking such alone and you can trust me you can go mad so what i've done is doing is online is creating a support system for people who have critical thinkers who are starting off <laughs> because when you're starting off you're gullible to everything every shit you believe that online you believe it i've been there I know. Okay. I've seen people have that. And the question just now how do you know what is what, right? So it takes a long time to get there. What is the nearest truth to you and your heart? You connect with people who understand this truth and you share. Okay. Let's just get to all the list of possible conspiracy theories I've heard so far. <laughs> About oh. COVID, okay? These are not my theories. Disclaimer again, not my theories. These are people's theories. These theories are out there and everybody should have the right to know all the conspiracy theories uh, as well as the mainstream idea that we are being fed okay and you be the judge of what's going on okay okay the main first theory okay this conspiracy theory is already a intergovernmental conspiracy theory so basically governments are saying this that the china has created a bio war okay, okay. this is very famous okay this is, came out in uh, rt news or national news So basically the US government and the Chinese government are trying to put the blame on China for actually creating uh, creating uh, the COVID-19 in a lab they had a lab okay so you see this is how conspiracy theories work the people who are okay uh, where do I start okay okay if there's something going on in this world and it's in and it is being orchestrated right if we think we have a lead those people who are leading those people who have made this orchestration are thousand steps away you know they yeah. will leave you and misdirect you in a lot of different ways and directions so conveniently saying the wuhan virus started off in a place where they really had a <laughs> virus lab <laughs> experimenting in dangerous viruses is so conveniently it was there and it is very easy to blame and uh, per se what happened is a few weeks a few months just before the whole outbreak happened there was uh, this uh, i don't know something like an olympic for the army or something like that whereby the us army the huge group of them were in wuhan before they left so they are kind of like it is like a military uh, so so the chinese government are saying the us government made an outbreak before they left that the us government is saying Ah, the U.S. government is saying they released the thing. Now, this is the mainstream conspiracy theory. Okay, this is the mainstream. This is what the media is feeding. Okay, this is what the media is feeding. The Indian government is like trying to sue the Chinese government for it. Come UK on, lah. We cannot. UK, UK is trying to sue. Come on, lah. 
if you guys want to do that h1n1 outbreak started off in the us first oh, you- this happened in 2009 i was working in the epic i i was there in the hospital exactly like how the front line sign i mean i like right now right we had h1n1 which was outbreak was equally bad but our reaction towards the similar virus currently differs i don't know why we didn't react like this then we didn't have mm-hmm. no lockdown we didn't have any of this those who died would die i was in the icu you know i was in the icu treating seeing all these people dying and I, I, all of this first hand experience why nobody went and sued us for it they exactly. didn't block the gates they let the spread you see diseases and viruses spread no matter how hard we try to do what they will spread okay uh, this is this is basically uh, maybe i'm too young to say it, but there are a lot of scientists and a lot of people who are reliable who we can listen to are actually saying at the moment more than being uh, afraid of the virus itself why don't you start being afraid of what you have prepared what is your body's defense your immune system so this is the most integral important part of everything i have been eating healthy making sure no crap goes into my body and i've been doing a certain set of practices over the years this is not an overnight thing so i know even if i deliberately go and infect myself with this covid 19 i'm not going to die okay because it's all about the immune system which is very true like everybody is so busy thinking about the lockdown everybody is busy thinking about the daily figures how many people has been infected what's the cure how many people died how is it be do- how is it affecting our economy but they are not stressing out the importance of building your immune system during this course of time number 1 number 1 yeah. because because per se 90% more than 90% maybe 99 i don't know because right now the numbers are being us is playing with the numbers right them ridiculous suddenly 100000 200 yeah it's so obvious bloody obvious I give up listening to anything that's coming out from that country man it's just entertainment pure uh, entertainment for me for facts and figures yeah, because yeah. whenever the press conference takes in it's all i don't know i don't know what is it is too many stories one side this guy is like pro pro trump the other side is anti trump so the people around that is pure good netflix movie love for them yeah so but then at the end of the day those people are dying or 90% people are everywhere anywhere around the globe those who are actually dying are very easy i say very old or have some chronic diseases which personally they have a very low immune system nobody just died out of nothing even the very young person i think malaysia we had but 29 13 year 30 old that something like that 25 yeah so this guy had a heart issue i'm telling you i'm seeing i'm seeing before even before covid every week i see 10 to 15 in a month maybe up to 50 people below the age of 25 or hypertension diabetes Dude, I'm kind of like I really ask him, bro, what is happening to your generation? You know, <laughs> this is a problem. This is a problem. Everything outside there, from the environment to what you eat and what you've been practicing, comes to what your body has. This, you see, yeah, when very easy to explain about immune system. Your immune system is like the police and the askar in your body, right? Currently, I have US because I've been practicing my army. Most people out there have Malaysian armies. you know okay. if somebody is going to attack you i mean most of the country i'm not sorry i do not wish to downgrade our okay uh, let's let's make it let's 
all of the worst armies in the world not not i'm talking about worst armies in the world yeah analogy yeah so if somebody is going to attack you anybody is going to attack you for the matter of being if you're going to go down you're going to make sure your army is back up online man this is what we all should be concentrating in building a good immune system we are not going to die out of this covid if we have a very good immune system yeah rare chance man unless you are that lucky i think that's actually that should be the focus in fact it's like everybody's like every day every single day you switch on the telly you watch anything online everybody's talking about washing your hands putting the mask on and so on but the emphasis uh, uh, emphasis on have building your immune system or healthy eating and healthy workouts or whatever is not really given a top priority i think that should be yeah. a highlight of, for anybody out there because everybody's paranoid i mean seriously uh, i was talking to one of our friends they're saying that oh everybody is paranoid when they want to step out they're worried about the germs and this and that yeah, i got to get masks we got to get sanitizers i got to get gloves i got to stand 5 feet away or 1 meter away whatever but hardly anybody is talking about how you could prevent it by building your immune system in the body exactly i actually traveled from india to asia without a mask i think i was the only one without a mask and everybody was looking at me say bro do you need a mask i say i'm fine as long as i'm maintaining my social distance i am really 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 not worried yeah it's like it's <laughs> like even if i get infected if i get infected i'll be a life proof that actually nothing is going to happen to you if your if your immune yeah. system is actually just, on form yeah this is is a stigma they got to get rid of man it's a huge stigma because i was talking to some of the doctors also bring down the fear level a bit you know we yeah. are currently panicking the effort for the wrong reason Yeah I mean yes it is it is good for you to stay home it is good for you to practice some high I'm saying in a panic very panic say so people are good to wash your hand four times a day but after washing hand four times a day you take some pringles you take some maggi <laughs> you continue you do it what's the point you want the point it defeats its purpose in the first place man you want to flatten the curve flatten your tummy Uh, I got a lot of work to do man I got a lot of work to do which I will be working on it All right before we wrap things yeah. up we're just going to read out a couple of messages and uh, uh, I guess for Prakash once again one of the best theory for covid-19 was Manchester United did this so Liverpool can't win the EPL <laughs> <laughs> All right anyway uh, and here's one uh, Shakti Yuvanesh uh, Shakti uh, what's your thoughts on V in regards of covid-19 vaccines ventilated vitamins uh okay interesting question if you go to my facebook page uh, i shared something from dr shiva ayadurai the uh-huh. uh, he went to yeah, email he created email at the age of 14 if you go to wikipedia i'm sorry wikipedia is owned by those people who is going again they write anybody, a lot of bad things about him there anybody can write anything on wikipedia man <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, he they come to they come to the conspiracy theory and they kill him off with a lot of things. But I yeah. think this man here, if he's not right about everything, he's got very, very strong points. A lot of good points about immune system, about questions about why, how are we over diagnosing? Uh, why the World Health Organization? You know, World Health Organization actually has this certain uh, diagnose diagnostic criteria whereby people come. You know, it's very ridiculous. We're inflating the numbers. There's a lot of problems. I can go into the details of the problem because when the just very vague, just very mildly uh, problem starting from when the first I heard about COVID, I know the first thing I had to think about a diagnostic. There's a huge problem in the diagnostic. Those test kits are are not working. Okay, those real time methods we are sending to the lab, uh, we call the RT PCR. There is an issue with the RT PCR as well. 
if you want to you should go to my post you'll get an idea of what actually going rt pcr is basically uh, you start uh, it's a process whereby you amplify a genetic material that you found that means you take something and you take a swab right you send it to the lab there is too little genetic material to trace anything then amplify it up so what's the problem right now here is there hasn't been a perfect isolation of the virus nobody took out okay i remove this virus from you i let me grow this virus isolate and take a picture nobody has done it yet so we are actually going moving by hunch that this is genetic material is from this virus okay so what they do is they amplify it and when it gets detected oh this guy has got covid there's a huge problem in this method because there is no gold standard you increase the amount of cycles you run you will get more positive you decrease you will get negative so i'm guessing malaysia is not running as much in cycles as america is running those plus some oh. really really want lot of positive cases <laughs> you know there is a lot of oh, i okay, don't okay. know this is assumption i don't know what they are doing in their labs okay so there is a lot of issues from the basic of diagnosing this and then there is this uh, the other side of doctors who are actually saying there is a group of doctors who are saying this i'm not i'm not making this up uh, there is something called the exosomes which are released in your body naturally exosomes okay. get released in your body when there is some kind of stress in your body some kind of toxins enter your body for example uh, if you get some kind of bacterial infection tb cancer or somebody they or they also this is another whole conspiracy by itself 5g radiation or they call it the electromagnetic radiation so they say the certain radiation this certain stress to your body causes the exosomal release See this is the funny part that the exosome and the virus has the same genetic makeup, same size, same look, same ball appearance, same 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 everything. And then this there are, there is a few doctors who have actually been going through that part, saying that, dude, you guys are doing the RT PCR and you are actually detecting exosomes, not the virus itself. So there is another whole different problem. You see, all problems you see when you bring to it. Let's go to 5G. Let's just quickly go to 5G because. WHO just released uh, this uh, art, uh, this article on the thing because this 5G is really blowing up it's blowing out of proportion people in the UK are vandalizing 5G towers in the UK uh, somebody this guy called David IK IK oh. just boosted up he did a super boost two hours talk and everybody's on fire but be careful of IK i've been following this guy for very long yeah, i know it is I think they yeah, had a lot have of problems. certain information you can take from him but such, I think he's control opposition because if he was really on our side he would have been killed a long time ago in the UK <laughs> because he talked bad okay let me tell you the worst worst conspiracy from IK IK thinks that the uh, British royal family are aliens and they <laughs> sacrifice children and uh, this all all is mainstream theories huh? he's theories okay let's not okay. get into that uh so basically he did point out about his 5g and the whole community is fired up okay he has a point okay there's a huge gap here there's a huge gap here because what he has pointed out is buhan was the first cent- city center who, which went full out on on their 5g okay. okay first city to be full i don't they have a specific word for it intercity link whatever the full city went on and after just conveniently after one or two months the outbreak started if you actually take the outbreak map and the 5g rollout map and you put it it's actually almost from this from a rough point of view all the countries which we had the most amount of deaths have full on 5g 
questions again for malaysia no 5g malaysia 2019 mahade mohammad express prime minister launched it with huawei actually came in we have a tower in kl central i have been doing my research and there's a few things in i people who know about telecommunication please come forward but there is a huge gap here the problem here is you see when we see such correlations and something is funny we should probe number oh. 1 5g has doesn't have any amount of study before coming out the only amount of study we have is a few years ago they did on 2g and 3g and that itself showed that the lab rats are getting cancer that itself was problematic 5g is the much more higher frequency and we are all electric beings we are and we will be definitely affected by this waves by right before kicking off such a big program i know we are every telecommunications company is money but then they should test it first before coming out especially rolling out 5g when we are already dying from virus it's like you're putting out something else which could possibly damage your immune system further and make exactly us- that, that is what i was about to talk about this is one of the articles i was reading it has nothing to do with causing the virus but then again affecting yeah. your immune system that gives WHO was very stupid i'm sorry to say this but WHO was very stupid the only thing they post there 5g doesn't transmit coronavirus dude a kindergarten kid would have understood that by now no the hell is the virus going to travel by waves by biological phenomenon and radio waves is two different things yeah, altogether yeah clinical phenomenon i mean basically it's damn stupid but they never spoke anything about the possible effects of 5g causing the immune system damage now we have a lot of people all around the world dumping on it dude study find study out life. actually this is be the best time to roll up now if there's <laughs> exactly. a possibility i don't want to be i don't want to be dying i seriously doubt this is going to happen anytime soon in our shows man that's going to take a yeah. very very long time because we already paid a lot of people for every month money this and that so it's going to cost us a lot more to actually kick off the whole thing dr shakti i yeah. think i just almost time was wrap it up this is super interesting and go on another 3 hours this is no longer this is no no longer a talk show this is already a documentary already man one hour 45 minutes <laughs> It's one of the best chats I've ever had with you man. Thank you so so, thank, so much. Thank you so much for calling. And yeah. um, just one last message if anybody have any questions about all this conspiracy they want to clear your head message me. The yes. only reason from the heart I'm telling you the only reason I am taking this risk of my of myself being a professional uh, you know somebody some you know some uh, a very very senior music artist just told me dude what if somebody decides to kill you because of what you're talking what about your family? <laughs> You know, I am putting myself on the line for a reason. I can help you clear your head while I am clearing my head. I've been clearing my head for a long time. I can help you guide you guys who need more insights on this. Message me, DM me. I will answer you back. If you're wondering where you get a message, where you get a DM, well, it's already on my page, Dr. Shakti. Uh, Dr. Shakti is either you can go for his music page or you can go for his personal uh, Facebook page, and also he's on Instagram, Dr. Shakti Raghi, right? Yeah. Is it okay? So you can just get it over there. Thank you, Dr. Shakti. E R S A K T H I. Okay, remember it's S A K T H I, not S H A. Okay, it's S A K. All right. Thank you very much, dude. And uh, for those who've been chatting and passing all the questions, thank you so much. It's been fun. One hour forty-three minutes. Seriously, this has to be a, a record for me, man. It has to be a record for me. Uh, the topic was super interesting. I wish you best of luck in your music, your medical uh, practicing, and uh, also the. Uh, being active in the uh, fighting or rather championing the uh, medical <laughs> marijuana cross thank you so much yes, thank you, you. Have a great, thank you so much you have a great day man see ya you too
Bye.